中国朋友，大家好。Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter twenty-one, birth of the promised son Isaac. The long-awaited moment finally comes. Sarah and Abraham become parents. It must have been a joyful occasion for the entire household. Everyone must have rejoiced. Well, almost everyone. Sarah, Abraham, and God. Genesis chapter twenty-one, verses one to seven. Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah, as He had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what He had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, "God has brought me laughter." And everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, "Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age." Sarah's important position. It is interesting to note that in these verses, the three principal characters are the Lord, Abraham, and Sarah. Among the three of them, Sarah's name is mentioned the most number of times. This is remarkable, since the culture in which Sarah was living was a culture where women were mostly viewed as the person to birth babies and care for the husband. Women were often treated lower than men. Men at times had more than one wife. We see in the story of Abraham that this was the case. He took another woman with the purpose of having children. Therefore, it is amazing that Sarah is mentioned so many times in these verses. She is an important part of this story, not just a nameless woman bearing a child. She was a part of God's plan. God values women. Jesus values women, and I'm so grateful they do. God is the doer. Between the three people—Abraham, Sarah, and God—who has the most action words associated with the name? God does. God is the one who is most active in this passage. Abraham cannot take credit for the promise coming true. The child born to Abraham and Sarah came as a result of God's work, not Abraham and Sarah's work. As Christians, sometimes we give ourselves too much credit. We say things like, "I did this to serve God. I prayed for her. I shared the gospel with him. I gave my time, money, and resources. I went to church." Sometimes we believe a lot of our Christian service is from our own strength. 
we can think the good things happen to us are from ourselves. Let us always remember our life is in God's hands. God acts and we receive from him. The sun is sent away. Genesis chapter 21 verses 8 to 14. The child grew and was weaned. And on the day Isaac was weaned, Abraham held a great feast. But Sarah saw that the son, whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham, was mocking. And she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. The matter distressed Abraham greatly because it concerned his son. But God said to him, Do not be so distressed about the boy and your slave woman. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the slave into a nation also, because he is your offspring. Early the next morning, Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. When baby Isaac was born, not everyone is excited. Ishmael does not like the baby and mocks him. Sarah will not tolerate having Hagar and Ishmael in the household, so Sarah tells Abraham to send them away. This is the second time Hagar is sent away by Sarah. Teenaged Ishmael is probably jealous of Isaac. Sarah is most likely jealous of Hagar. This jealousy turns into mocking from Ishmael and hate from Sarah. The result is someone has to go, and it is Ishmael and Hagar. Abraham is in a difficult situation. Ishmael is his teenaged son whom he loves. Abraham turned to God in prayer. God answers Abraham, asking him to do something very difficult. God asks Abraham to give up his son. He is told he must follow Sarah's request. But the good news is God gives Abraham a promise. Ishmael will become a great nation. Amazingly, Abraham believes God and gives up his own son. Sometimes following and obeying God means making a hard decision, such as giving up something you have and trusting God. In Abraham's situation, God knew Ishmael had to move on. It was actually better for Ishmael. Sometimes we have to let one situation go so the better situation can come. Is there anything in your life right now you know God is asking you to give up? Are you ready? What are the next steps you should take? If God is calling us to let go of something, but we hold on, then the new blessing from God cannot come. Be like Abraham. Though it was difficult, he obeyed immediately. The next day, early in the morning, he sent Hagar and Ishmael away with some water for the journey through the desert. 
crying out. Genesis chapter 21, verses 15 to 21. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down about a bowshot away, for she thought, I cannot watch the boy die. And as she sat there, she began to sob. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert and became an archer. While he was living in the desert of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from Egypt. Now we read about a heartbreaking moment. Their water for the journey runs out. They are in the desert and Ishmael is thirsty. He is so thirsty, he is dying. The human body can go only three to five days without water. If you are in the desert and there is no water, you are in danger. Ishmael starts to cry. Hagar cannot take his crying, so she leaves him under a tree. He must be very weak. Hagar goes somewhere away from him, and she also begins to cry. God hears the cry of Ishmael, and he speaks to Hagar. He says, do not be afraid. So often, this is God's response to people. Fear really can paralyze us. The first thing the Lord speaks to her about is fear. The fear must be gone. Once the fear is gone, then he can give her a promise. Ishmael will become a great nation. Then he can tell her the next steps and show her the provision. He opens her eyes and she is able to take the boy to water. Sometimes our fear can stop us and we need to hear God's promises for our lives. Then he can give us the next step and even open our eyes. Consider the steps of Hagar's experience with God. Number one, Hagar faced a desperate situation. She had given up. Number two, Hagar and Ishmael cried out to God and God heard their cries. Number three, God came to Hagar and said, do not fear. Number four, God gave Hagar a promise. Number five, God gave Hagar provision. Number six, God opened Hagar's eyes to see what he was doing for her. Consider the steps of Hagar's experience with God. Are you facing a desperate situation? Take time now to pray, cry out to God. Ask him to remove your fear and to give you his promises for your life. Ask him for his provision for your situation and ask him to open your eyes to see what he is doing in your life. God's provision is more than enough. When Hagar left Abraham, he gave her some water, but it certainly was not enough. It was just one water skin. 
When God gave water to Hagar, it was abundantly more than enough, an entire well. When we depend on other people to provide for us, we will often run out of what we need. But when we depend on God to provide for us, there will always be more than enough. God was with Ishmael. God was true to his promise for Ishmael. God was with Ishmael. And God will continue to be with the descendants of Ishmael. They are also sons of Abraham and receive an inheritance from the Lord. What a hopeful reality. What a merciful God. Even an outcast, Ishmael, will have an inheritance. New home, new tree, new name, new life. Genesis chapter 21, verses 22 to 34. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me and the country where you now reside as a foreigner the same kindness I have shown you. Abraham said, I swear it. Then Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servants had seized. But Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this. You did not tell me, and I heard about it only today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock, and Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs you have set apart by themselves? He replied, Accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba, because the two men swore an oath there. After the treaty had been made at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the eternal God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines for a long time. To end the chapter, we see Abraham gets into a dispute with Abimelech over water. Abraham is a peacemaker and looks for a way to resolve the differences. He makes an agreement with Abimelech. Once this agreement has been made, Abraham establishes a new home. He plants a new tree and uses a new name for God, El Olam, the Eternal One. The promises come. Isaac is born. God, who is always here and always will be here, has been faithful to Abraham, and a new day has come. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. 我们爱你哟。